This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you guys after free agency where, guess what? No surprise, Mike Mayock, John Gruden going into 2020 right now. Starting up this 2020 offseason, man, just on fire, getting this roster pumped up, teeing us off for a great draft as, you know, we all know how 2019 went. We added some great pieces, so yet again, we're using free agency this year compared to last year. You know, last year we come in, uh, we had a stud tackle to our offensive line to cap off that offensive line. Uh, You know, we go in, we had a great wide receiver. Of course, he struggled with some injuries. We add some defense, you know, whether that was through some pass rush, whether that was like our nickel corner, LaMarcus Joyner, we added some key free agent pieces. Now, this offseason was, in my opinion, a little bit more amplified. I think we added bigger talent, um, much needed talent, especially at the linebacker group. We're going to get into that soon. Um, I'm coming to you tonight with a couple great guests. Uh, This is one of the, actually, this might be the second or third time I've come to you with two guests in one episode. Um, I'm very happy to talk to Adam Rank here first because Adam Rank, although he's an NFL network analyst, he's a big time Chicago Bears fan. And our first signing was Nick Kwiatkowski, our new middle linebacker, the new guy to run our defense. He's going to be wearing that green dot. And of course, coming from Chicago, Adam Rank knows all about our dudes. That's me, the first guy I talked to. Um, as soon as we get into that. But first, I would like to talk to you guys about coronavirus. Not much about it, really. I don't want to talk about it a whole lot because it is a very, very touchy subject all across the board um, for the most part. What is hurting the most is sports for us right now. We're all sports fanatics. If you're listening to this episode, you are, congratulations, you are a sports fanatic and, of course, probably a Raiders fanatic. And really, Free agency has helped this situation so much. It's been nice to come in here, get a nice breath of fresh air, uh, get some transactions going through because I know a lot of people here are quarantined. For me, I'm not personally. I'm not because I work, I guess, in a essential service. I work with water. I get people water, groundwater, especially in the you know in the, in the Central Valley. So we cannot shut down because if we shut down, people start losing water and they can't get their water back because we're not there to fix it. But through all this, that's of course now shut down Las Vegas. 
So for those that are planning to go to Las Vegas for the draft, stay tuned because plans will be changing for me. I most likely, if if I'm allowed to go to Vegas, I will be in Vegas, depending on how that goes. Uh, so plans for the Vegas draft, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more coming to that. But that's I'm not here tonight to talk to you guys about that. I'm here to talk to you about free agents. So uh, let's quit messing around. My first guest I want to bring in here. Let's go ahead and get this over with. This is gonna be this is gonna be a quickie for you guys. We want, I want to talk about Kwiatkowski, and there's like I said, there's no better guy to do it than a Chicago Bears fan. There's no better type of analyst to get than an NFL Network analyst. So we're gonna take this short break. When I come back, joining me is gonna be fantasy football guru and NFL Network analyst Adam Rank. So joining me now, NFL Network analyst and fantasy football guru, the only guy that would make sense, I guess, to host the Adam Rank podcast, <laughs> my buddy, Adam Rank. What is up, dude? What is happening? You know what? And uh, I can't really claim to be a fantasy football maven anymore now that David Carr beat me in the finals of our league. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, the Carr brothers came in, I guess, a little strong in that fantasy football. And I, I didn't do so hot myself, but I do remember one week beating you so I'll, I'll i'll tuck that one in my back pocket for a while all right you can have it you can have it i'll take the runner up and i'll go for it this year there we go there we go round two is gonna be killer man um i wanted to talk to you adam because you're a big time uh you know not so secretive chicago bears fan and we <laughs> decided to go out there and get one of your main guys last year that filled in for an injured danny trevathan um, and that's linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski. And this dude, in my opinion, is going to be, I don't want to say the most important free agency signing of our offseason, uh, but obviously he probably has one of the uh, biggest jumps that he needs to make. We have we have big expectations for this guy. And from, I guess, your little experience with him, he only played, what, like eight games maybe last year. What do you think of our new middle linebacker, Kwiatkowski, who's going to be wearing the green dot in the silver and black? I will tell you this, when I'm hanging out at the stage door in Las Vegas watching hey. a Raiders game, the only thing that'll make me feel good is rooting for Kwiatkowski. And maybe I'll go out and get his Raider jersey because I know <laughs> that the, the DNA of a Bears fan and a Raiders fan isn't far off. And I know that everything that we as Chicago Bears fans appreciated about him, you guys are going to love him for. And this is, you know, one of those those tough things about free agency, you know, Danny Trevathan is an excellent player and I understand the bears decision to sign him long-term. You had to do what you had to do. Sometimes though, you know, you, you lose a player like this. I'm happy that he's going to the Raiders. I'm happy he's not going to the Packers. You are going to love everything about him. He's not only great as a defender, but he really made his name and really got into the hearts of bears fans as a special teams ace. So he was kind of, he was kind of like a band. Like when you go out and you see a band, like I remember as a kid or I was in high school or whatever and seeing blink 182 as an opening band for like uh-huh. real big fish. And you're like, okay, cool. I can see the star power there. And then suddenly they took off. 
I think this is what's going to happen in this situation. And if any Raiders fan is not familiar with him, go watch him blow up Dalvin Cook for last from last year, and you will be sold forever. <laughs> I've seen that clip, man. It's absolutely amazing. Seems like an absolute do-it-all guy. And you know what? Um, throwing it back to, I guess, how you open up that statement. Stage Door Casino, man. Is that uh, is that the hangout spot for Adam Rank whenever he goes to Las Vegas? Oh, I'm a huge fan of that. Anytime I'm mid-strip, or if I'm just on the strip, that is always the place that I find myself. And it's funny because we're talking uh, during what should be the first weekend of March Madness. My friends and I would go watch games and hang out at the Cosmopolitan, but you know, that place is so posh that <laughs> eventually I just, I have to keep it real and yeah. I got to walk over to the stage door and just be around real people. Like that's, that's real Vegas to me. Maybe go get a meal at Batista's next door, but that's the way. And you know, anybody who is going to embrace the Raiders, if you're going to make your trip, if you're planning a, a trip with your family, with your friends or whatever it is, if you're not going to the stage door, you're not doing Vegas correctly. That is the perfect plug, Adam Rank. That is exactly where I'm going to be every time I'm in Las Vegas. Adam, again, thank you so much. We had to bust this thing out pretty quick because there's a lot going on. You had a lot going on with Emmanuel Sanders getting signed. And, of course, you have to do your due diligence over there with the NFL Network. But I appreciate you making, you know, just this little short window for us small-time guys coming in here for, you know, just a little dirty Raiders fan. Uh, so thank you, man. I'm, I'm going to let you get on with your night, but I appreciate your services, man. Cody, you're big time. Don't sell yourself short. And anytime now, while we're, you know, while we're in the current situation, I can get away from the kids who are melting down right now, right before bedtime. I'm happy to do it. So keep in touch. And anytime you ever need anything from me, just let me know. Adam, you're the man. Have a good night, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Same to you. And enjoy Frosty Ruckers. Shout out to my buddy, Adam Rank again for coming on the show. Uh, pretty much the only Chicago Bears fan that I really like. Uh, some good stuff, man. It was good to get that input on Kwiatkowski. See the type of dude that we're going to get to run this defense. But I want to continue with the show, and right before we do that, we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. And when we return, I will finish covering the rest of the free agents uh, that we've signed for the most part. You know, until you've probably heard this episode, and I'm sure there's going to be maybe another free agent or two that we've acquired, and that's okay. I'm going to get, you know, just the meat and bones of this thing, keep this thing rolling. But like I said, short break be right back with currently no nba nhl or mlb you might think there's nothing to bet on well you're wrong our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports events and games to wager on or let them bring vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack all open 24 hours a day and all online including their seven hundred fifty thousand dollar poker series if you're into props and entertainment betting you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online. Your online wagering experts. So like I said, guys, I mean, we made a splash in free agency, and we, I mean, we talked about Nick Wachowski, right? Let's move on to the next guy. And this is quarterback Marcus Mariota. This guy is coming in as a solid quarterback two option for Derek Carr. Me, big Derek Carr supporter. Of course, this is the one guy that's going to come into the quarterback room and actually apply some pressure and be a good help, I believe, to competition in that quarterback room. I mean, really, he seems like the most fired up, juiced up dude that we've had um, alongside Derek Carr in a long time. So Marcus Mariota, 
chalk that up as a big win for us. Uh, still interested to see. We, I mean, the numbers haven't come out. I've heard it's a one-year deal for Marcus. Uh, but, of course, details will arise soon enough and see what that all entails. Now, the third signing that went along with this was Corey Littleton. And this started off day two of free agency. Everyone thought that things were a little dead. Day one was just, you know, Nick Kwiatkowski, a guy that has a lot of proving to do, and quarterback Marcus Mariota as a backup quarterback. Well, then we bring in Corey Littleton on a three-year, $36 million deal. Under $12 million a year, which is absolutely nuts. I expected a lot more than that for Corey Littleton. The top linebacker on the market, our biggest need was linebacker, and we landed two stud linebackers. In his last two years, he's allowed a 77% catch rate, 9.5 yards per reception, six touchdowns, and six interceptions, and has had 18 pass breakups. This is all per pro football focus. And, I mean, in my opinion, yes, he's been great in coverage, but he's also tallied 30 quarterback pressures and eight sacks in that time. Now, I mean, this is an all-around linebacker. He can blitz. He can drop into coverage. He can take care of tight ends. He's literally an every-down linebacker, literally, even special teams. Um, obviously, we've seen film. If you guys follow Ted Wynn on Twitter, we've seen film of him uh, pretty much shadowing Christian McCaffrey, jumping up, still making a pass breakup that was going to a wide receiver behind him. This dude is just a freak athlete. Corey Littleton, in my opinion, free agent signing of the offseason. I mean, above, I mean, this is every team, not just the Raiders. Uh, addressing a linebacker core and moving forward. Awesome. So after day two, got started with Corey Littleton. Then we kind of make like a random signing, right? We get Jason Witten. Where does Jason Witten come from? <sighs> I don't know, man. That, I mean, that one hit me. It was like, I was just straight out of left field, man. It, it was so random. Um, I don't want to say that it was a bad signing because I don't think it was at all because I'm still, you know, a little curious about uh, Foster Morrow. Um, I, I, I imagine... Uh, Moro is able to come back and play uh, in the first week, week one of the season. I imagine he's healthy, but this kind of, I guess, adds a safety blanket and adds a little bit of a mentorship to him, as well as even Darren Waller. I mean, Darren Waller went out and he was a baller. I mean, straight up. But uh, Jason Witten, obviously, kind of, I guess, the, you know, the league standard whenever it comes to an NFL player uh, being pretty much committed to his team i mean the dude retired and came back into football obviously he loves football seems like a john gruden type of guy jason Witten coming in on a one-year deal five million dollar contract he still catches four or five touchdowns a year off the couch i don't care great signing then we come in with my second or third this i'll tie it with Quitkowski. defensive tackle malik collins and defensive tackle malik collins is going to come in here and be an immediate starter an immediate bolster to this pass rush uh, because obviously we see exactly what this does with the Niners, with the Rams. You get that interior pass rush from the defensive line, and it can be huge for you. He averages 35 quarterback pressures a season. He had 48 pressures last year on the quarterback. He's averaged four sacks every single year. So uh, big signing to pair with Mohurst, and of course whoever decides to rotate in with him if we keep, decide to keep Jonathan Hankins, um, and whatever else comes to the interior of our defensive line. Malik Collins, huge. Tell me, guys. I mean, this is a list, man. I'm going down this sucker just fired up. After that, another cowboy. This is the third cowboy now. We had Jason Witten, we had Malik Collins, and now we have safety Jeff Heath. And Jeff Heath is, in my opinion, a special teamer, kind of a backup safety, kind of an Eric Harris type guy. Good tackler, all around football, just a football player. Flat out, we bring him in, we add him to the group. Hopefully, we still find that center fielder, whether that's, you know, there's still some center fielder. Safety's out there in free agency. There could be something available in the draft. 
And then another guy that would come in, boom, again, defensive end, Carl Nassib. Uh, last year, or should I say in the last two years, let's go ahead and let's combine these last two years, 36 total pressures and six sacks in each of his last two seasons. Um, he's going to come in. I think he's going to rotate well with Max Crosby, uh, Cleland Farrell, guys like that of that nature, depending on the packages that come in, keep these guys fresh. Carl Nassib, um, very underrated signing in my opinion. And finally, the last guy, Eli Apple. Eli Apple isn't going to be the most popular signing so far, but you got to understand, hey, these are depth guys. They're going to come in here. Eli Apple could be our third or fourth best corner on the roster. That's okay. He's going to come in. He's on a prove-it year. Let's do this thing. Let's light this thing up. Every single player that's going to be signed from here on out is not going to be a stud. Let me give you a warning. Every player signed from here on out is not going to be a stud because all the big fish are gone. So even a player like Eli Apple, embrace it. Support the dude. Let's see what we can do. But now, there's a lot of content I'm trying to pack into this thing. If you guys haven't noticed, I'm talking fast. These guys, I'm going to get more in-depth with as the weeks go on. We have a long off-season. So, of course, we're, we're going to get in-depth on these position groups and our new additions. But i got to keep this show moving forward. We have another guest for you guys. Um, and first, before we bring on that guest, i got to bring on my buddy here, Kenny King Jr. Kenny King, real talk. Kenny King Jr., what is going on, brother? What's up, bro? It feels like it's been forever since I've been on. You know what, dude? It actually kind of it has been, huh? I haven't really thought about it, but our off-season program hasn't been as uh, jam-packed as it was in the past. But, hey, we're coming back with a bang, huh? Oh, dude, big-time bang. You know, the the moves that we've been making have been very impressive. Uh, not only adding guys for depth, but adding some legitimate starters, and, and especially with Corey Littleton and uh, Nick Wachowski. I think that having two linebackers who can actually get in there and cover the the tight end and cover the run, running backs is huge for us. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Hey, good stuff, man. Free agency. The Raiders have us fired up. And you know what, man? We got a little special something cooked up for real talk. Who do we got coming on with us, man? Oh, man, we got Frosty Rucker coming on. Hey, hard do Frosty Rucker, man. We, we've heard a little bit about him. Uh, in the past, we actually had a little funny story that we might bring up during the conversation. Uh, some good stuff, man. Uh, a good old Oakland Raider played one year for us. Um, and I, I think I'm just about ready to get this guy on, man. Are you ready for it? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let, let's jump into real talk. So joining us now, a 12-year NFL veteran, just one year removed from the league, a guy who's played 157 career games, racked up 296 total tackles, 51 tackles for loss, 21 and a half quarterback sacks, and a safety. The 2018 Raiders defensive lineman and now host of the Believe in UFC football podcast. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network, number 98. Frosty Rucker, what is up, man? He's steering clear of that Rona. Yeah, man, what's going on? And uh, don't cheat me, that's 13 years. By the oh, way, 13 years. Oh, oh, Cody, man. man. Don't let me correct you, but I fumbled. Keeping <laughs> score by me. Um, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm staying clear of that Corona, staying out of the way. Been playing the little Nintendo, got all the Mario 1, 2, and 3 out. Um, hey. I'm getting stuck on number 3 right now. 
But uh, besides the point, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Not much, man. Hey, you're jumping in, man. This is this is a this is a segment now of my brother Kenny King Jr. Man, what's what's going on, Kenny King? Man, you know, Frosty got me thinking. I, I've got the Super Nintendo going on. I've been playing a little bit of Goldeneye over here, and uh, I got to get my daughter playing that Mario. She's she beat me in uh, in Punch Out the other day, so I'm I'm a little st- steering clear from her. But Frosty, man, uh, you know, Cody went through your your, your stats there. Uh, one thing I want to ask about is your one career interception in Cincinnati back in 2009. It says here that you had a 26-yard return. Can you break, that, break down that play for me? Oh, I sure can. I remember like it was yesterday, actually. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, to add, I had a little hamstring problem. That's why it wasn't, you know, a little further than that. But besides the point, it was a big play in the game. So, uh, Big Ben uh, dropped back, throws the ball. It actually bounces off someone's head. <laughs> he threw a dart at someone's head, and I actually I turned around and the ball just like popped in my hand. So um, here I go rumbling, stumbling down the sideline, and a running back actually caught me on the sideline. So it wasn't like it was Ben or anything. <laughs> but uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember, and I, it went back to you know my glory days. I played running back in high school, and I haven't really had a chance to run the ball that much uh, since then. So it was a good. Good time, good play in the game, and we actually won the game. So, man, that's always that's always great. You know, win is win is a win, and a big man interception is always fun. I played uh, I played defensive end, defensive tackle in college. I played running back in high school as well. So, I, I definitely uh, know the glory feeling of that. Uh, and luckily, you didn't get caught by the quarterback. And I mean, we do have a guy, Mo Hurst, who did get caught and leveled by Brian Tannehill this year. Uh, <laughs> so at least it was a running back. You know, those guys were generally linebackers in high school. So. Exactly. So, yeah, he, he hopped me down. He had the angle, too, you know. And like I said, I tweaked a little hammy during the week. So, you know, I wasn't my normal self. You had got him but all week all before, yeah. play, and I was happy to make it. And you got to win. <laughs> Bingo. Exactly. Well, hey, Frosty, you know, the last time you played, you were you were a Raider, and it was for John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders, and you were part of one of the, the last teams to play in Oakland. Uh, can you tell us something about that staff that, and, and John Gruden that we might not know? Well, it was a tremendous uh, opportunity and uh, to play for the Silver and Black. Obviously, I grew up in Southern Cal when I was a kid. They were right here in L.A. So I grew up uh, being real familiar of them. And uh, a lot of my base from Southern Cal, they're from, I mean, all my base is from Southern Cal since I grew up here. And they're all Raiders fans. Raiders and Niners, right? So, yep. you know, as much as I got to play across the league for the three other organizations, um, people followed me, but I really got the support and, you know, the following when I got to the Raiders. You know, I was finally playing for their team. So that was a big thing for my career. And, you know, go back, you know, a bit playing on California soil one more time and playing for the legendary uh, Coach Gruden and, um, you know, coming behind all these, Hall of Fame players and, you know, getting a chance to see some of them on the sidelines and, you know, being a part of that that family, that unit. Um, it was a good feeling. We didn't win as much as um, we all intended to, but obviously it was the first year of uh, him getting back into the swing of things. And yeah. Yeah. I was a, a captain of the team and had a huge honor of, you know, wearing that C and, you know, being a part of that, that Raider tradition. Yeah, and being a captain for the team, you know, especially for the Raiders, is, is huge. And um, I know that you were brought in for your veteran leadership and, you know, for what you've done in, in the past and over your 13-year career. 
13 years, Cody, not 12. Not 12. Um, Got it. Noted. (laughs) But, you know, that was one of the things that always stood out to me is, you know, how the the players gravitated towards you, how you carried yourself on the field. And, you know, only even though you were only a Raider for a year, you carried yourself with that swagger that you'd been a Raider for your whole life. And you can tell that, you know, Raider Nation, it was something that was ingrained in you and that's something that you had obviously uh, been a part of before you became a member of the team. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, I'll send my hats off to Coach Gruden because he really, really installs that in everyone's mind to um, to let them know how special it is to wear silver and black, uh, tr- the tradition. And you know, I went to USC, so I was real familiar with the tradition of you know understanding that you know those colors meant something and the attitude that you took the approach to the game and how you worked and whatnot. Um, again, that that was some of the attributes I already had installed in me and then being able to be in that locker room and groom some of these younger guys like Mo Hurst that you said, PJ Hall, um, just being around uh, those guys and letting them be invisible, showing them how to study and how to, you know, get in the cold tub and the things that are necessary that, you know, it takes to be a pro, not a bro. So, right. um, it was, like I said, again, it was a great experience. Um, as much as they gravitated towards me, I gravitated towards, you know, their young energy and I was, Know, playing that, you know, at 35 years old, <laughs> and you know, it was it was it was it was a different experience for me. You know, I played in the preseason game, uh, like the the first preseason game. I finished the game with a fumble recovery, and I had, you know, besides playing the first play or two in a preseason game the last the previous five years prior to that, you know, it was a new experience for me. But you know, coach explained he was trying to get me in shape, but at the moment I was just. Wondering what the hell am I doing in this game at the end of it, the first preseason game, you know, my 13th season. But, you know, it all worked out for me, you know, mentally prepared me for the road that, and the journey I had, you know, going ahead of me for that, that season. And um, I wouldn't trade those memories for nothing. Oh, that's awesome, man. And, you know, it, it's been a little bit over a year since you played. And what have you been up to since then? Well, like you said, I'm doing a little podcasting now. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's been a, a treat, especially, you know, I want to say this in the, the, the light way with this coronavirus, you know, there's not much going on on TV and, you know, people are stuck with listening to me talk. So that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I've been transitioning, you know, you got to find your way outside that helmet. And, you know, when you've been playing the, any sport or any profession and you get past a decade in it and something, it's kind of your identity and, you know, I've been playing ball since I was seven, and that was 28 straight years of ball. And, you know, everything came fast of not playing. Um, but you got to find yourself, find your new passions. And I have. I've taken my time. I've let my body heal. Um, like I said, I'm podcasting. I'm starting to play football league in Orange County. Um, we'll be working with USC a little bit. Just finding my way, you know, finding who I am like outside the helmet. There we go. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff, man. Hey, uh, you know, you're talking about the Oakland Raiders and, and what it means to you and your family, people around you. Well, it made me think here. I remember going to the final game in Oakland and, and, and Kenny King, didn't you see <laughs> didn't you see Frosty at that last game in Oakland? <laughs> <laughs> Frosty, I don't know if you remember this. What but it was uh, it was a little it was it was later in the game it was it was right right about after halftime so they finally stopped serving drinks but I had already had a few a few lot and uh, you know how the bathrooms are at the Coliseum 
And no, I don't. Got, <laughs> so the bathrooms that call seemed oh, terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, when I was there because I went to the game. Yeah, yeah. And you I caught was, and you uh, caught me. You caught me pissing in the garbage can. That was you. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you know when you gotta go, you gotta go, and uh, I, there's no troughs open, so you know it probably don't look yeah, much I different than a trough anyway. I can't say I never did that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's man! Awesome. Oh I man! Say? I didn't say anything, did I? You were like, "Hey man, you got the right idea right there." I was like, "Hey man," I was like, "Oh shoot, Frosty, what's up?" <laughs> That sounds about right. Oh, shoot, yeah, man. I had, That's a, I had a few that day, too. I mean, what a day, though. What an environment. And knowing that was the last day, you know, at that rate, at that time, that I was going to be played in Oakland, you know, I couldn't miss that. I had to be a part of that. Again, I only was there for one year, but, you know, it meant a lot to be a part of the nation and to be a part of that team. So, you know, it was good to sit in the stands, too, and, you know, reflect and, Watched some of my old teammates. I was down on the field pregame, you know. But the highlight, obviously, is you pissing in the train. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, man. <laughs> True part of Raider Nation right there. See, Kenny, man, you had one last chance to take a pee in that legendary trough, but you chose a trash can instead, man. Come you know on. why? Because I know that we're going to have pristine bathrooms in Las Vegas. So You're I right. just wanted to be as Oakland as possible our last time in Oakland. I mean, just think about how different that that whole thing's going to be. You know how corporate's going to be, and yeah, you know that the tailgate was so legendary in Oakland, and now it's not going to be the same. I'm sure. You know, you know, I've been doing some work with Manly Bay, and I'm sure they're going to have it rock and roll because it's right across the street, and they're going to have a good setup over there. But besides that, you know, there's not going to be that parking lot feel of the you know the Mac Dre playing and. Yeah, you know the 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 beers and the Modellos and the bottles on the ground and <laughs> you know the people that are painted like the Raider people that are just out of their mind. And you don't know who they are. They could be America's Most Wanted or they could be school teacher. <laughs> you have no idea, right? Yeah. And it was like the mystique of that. It's I hope I don't know how they're going to emulate that. I just going to be different. I know. Hopefully, Hopefully they, they don't make it yeah. too corporate, but yeah. Yeah, hopefully they make the right adjustments for the actual stadium because I know the casinos aren't going to deal with it, so Vegas is going to look a little bit different than you know what we'd expect. But uh, Frosty, man, leading up to that, now a lot more goes. I mean, the stadium's great, man. We're looking forward to it. Las Vegas is going to be it's going to be something else, man. It's, it's going to open up a lot of new opportunities for us. But I do want to wrap this conversation up by just asking you a little bit about our free agency hall. And you know, of course, we're only three days into this thing or whatever it is. And this is luckily right in your wheelhouse. You know, we've invested heavily into the defense. We've grabbed Littleton, Kwiatkowski from the Bears, Nassib from Tampa, Eli Apple, Malik Collins uh, to beef up, beef up that defensive line. Overall, man, yeah. just by looking at what we did, how do you think uh, Gruyock, I'm going to call him Gruyock, you know, Gruden and Mayock, how do you think that they did? And, and what are some realistic expectations for this defense this year? Well, like you said, we got a lot of players and then some of the necessary needs that we needed. Um, we needed some depth up front with the D-line. Um, you know, we got a big upgrade with Corey Littleton. Um, Nick is a great linebacker also. Um, Malik Collins. With, I mean, we, we got some players here 
you know, Carl had a big season last year in Tampa. You know, Rob Merrill, he's going to be the D-line coach. We're going to yeah. see how that happens. I think it's a, it's good to have these these type of players that are coming in because now it gives Paul Gunther a little bit more to, to work with, even though the defensive line played uh, so well under Brisson Buckner last year. Um, there's still some holes in the secondary. and it looks like we got, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff Heath there now and Eli Apple that could help. And, you yeah. know, it seems like every year we, we, we get a DB or two down and then it throws us all off. But if we can get a little depth there in these positions, I think those are easily one or two games more that we can win and get us into that playoffs. And I think right with the CBA, they're, they're adding more teams to the wild card, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that helps too, you know. So uh, I think this is a, a big year for Paul Gunther's defense. You know, we, we we're always a step away, and you know, if we get some players back. Uh, Abrams going to be back this year, and that's huge. You know how excited Raider Nation was to have him. The whole Hard Knocks thing made everyone fall in love with the guy, or or want to put a muzzle on him. Either one. <laughs> um, you know, but, but still, I mean, he's a Raider, he, he's active, and, you know, he got hurt. That hurt the season, you know. that was, They were really counting on that guy. Carl got hurt last year at safety. Yeah. You know, that, that, that was a big hit, you know. So, uh, I think we got the positions right. We got the depth. And, again, like you said, it's day three. Who knows what's going to happen by training camp? Um, who knows if we're going to have a mini camp and transitions like that that could happen? Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't know what's going on there, but so far, you know, it, it, it's as expected. Uh, they've, they've done a good job. Mayock's done a tremendous job since he took the job. And um, it's exciting. It's exciting to be a Raider, going to Vegas, and or seeing if they're going to play in Oakland. I think they just declined it, right? Yeah, they declined it. Yeah, they declined a chance to go back. So who knows where they may land. Um, this virus is really putting a curveball in everyone's plans but you know it's nothing anyone can do about it but we just all got to adjust so who knows but it's still exciting time to be a Raider. I agree man I agree. Kenny King man why don't you wrap this thing up with maybe any last thoughts that you have on free agency and uh, where we can find our buddy Frosty Rucker. Yeah man you know uh, I think that it was you know free agency obviously has been huge so far we've added some depth we've added some some starters we've gotten some more speed on this defense uh, I'm excited about the direction that we're going like Frosty said you know we're still a few pieces away um, but we have five picks in the top 100 in the draft uh, Mayock did a tremendous job last year uh, you know obviously it's in Mayock we trust and so you know that's one of the things that we're looking at um, you know, Frosty, I want to thank you for coming on, uh, you know, taking the time out of your day, taking time away from your family. Uh, just hop on with us. I uh, definitely appreciate you coming on, brother. No, thank you, man. It's always a good time to talk ball. And uh, I really don't have any much thing to do besides playing Mario Brothers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for you guys to call. So, you know, hey. uh, hit me up anytime. Send me a text. Let me know if you guys want to go on and jam on. As, uh, free agency keeps going. I'm always open. Absolutely. And, you know, to our listeners, you know, make sure you're following Frosty on Twitter and Instagram. That's at that's at the organic frost and listen to his Believe in USC football podcast for all you Trojan fans. So, uh, you know, Frosty, anything you want to add to Raider Nation before we go? No, it was a, a pleasure playing for you guys. And they say once a Raider, always a Raider. And I took that to heart. Yeah. So you'll see me around. I'll always be supporting. I still wear my my Raiders sweaters and sweatsuit. You know, I'm an athlete, so you know once you get those sweats, you always wear them. Oh, yeah. Outfit. You know, so I still wear those, and 
you know, I still get a lot of cheers and high fives for being well, elbows now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Um, I, you know, it, it's a pleasure playing for the Raiders and, um, you know, I'll continue to support them all the way through Vegas and, you know, all the way to the Super Bowl, hopefully. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Rossi Rucker, man. Thanks again, man. Thanks for coming on. Kenny King, way to wrap this suck up. Free agency 2020. Raiders are coming back. Let's get this thing going. I'll see you guys later. And that's how we're wrapping up this free agency podcast. Shout out to, man, Frosty Rucker. Shout out to Adam Rank, Kenny King Jr. This was an action-packed episode. Like I said, we got a lot of off-season left. Right now, we're going we're gonna to shift our gears. You know, We're going to cover a little bit more about players that we add. Of course, there's going to be a lot more roster moves before the draft, a lot of veterans, a lot of depth players. But I still want to focus now. We're going to shift gears into the draft. So I'm going to start looking at some of these empty gaps. Probably the next episode that I do, the next two episodes that I do, we're going to start focusing on what we need, um, you know, where our holes are. What are players that we can look at to shore up this roster and make this playoff run in 2020? So Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm telling you. If you're not believing me, trust me, my YouTube channel is pumping out a ton of content to go along with my podcast, match it up, um, you know, teaming up with guys like the Stage Door Casino and a friend of ours, Pepe in Vegas, Uh, you know, details on stuff like that to come soon. But Raider Nation, like I said, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you guys later.